0: Dear friends in Christ Jesus, I once again I extend you all a very warm welcome to you to this Eucharistic celebration, 7th Sunday in Ordinary Time. A grizzled old man was eating in a truck, truck stop when three rough-looking bikers walked in. The first walked up to the old man and pushed his chair and then he took a seat at the counter. The second biker walked up to the old man and spit onto the old man's milk and then he took a seat at the counter. The third biker walked up to the old man and turned over the old man's plate and of course he then took a seat at the counter. Without a word of protest, the old man quietly left the diner. Shortly thereafter, one of the bikers said to the waitress, Hmm, not much of a man was he? The waitress replied, he is not much of a truck driver either. He just backed his truck over three motorcycles. <laughs> Dear friends in Christ Jesus, how do you react to people who make, life, who make life difficult for you? We all encounter people who are hard to live with. How do you treat the jerks in your life? We have some direct instruction on this particular issue. In the Sermon on the Mount, Jesus raised the bar for those who followed him. Do not resist an evil person. Don't try to get even. Turn the other cheek. Jesus taught his followers that they should Respond differently than the world and counter to their own carnal instinct. And my dear friends, the first reading and the Lord God, we are all from the same creator. We are all children of one heavenly father. Therefore, we are called to live a life, people who make our life difficult. And Jesus is challenging us. He is presenting there are different type of personalities and people we will be encountering in, in our lives. And we, how we are going to treat them. Jesus is teaching us beautiful lessons for us. And number one, the evil person who humiliates you. You have heard that it was said eye for eye, tooth for tooth. But I tell you do not resist an evil person. If someone strikes you on the right cheek, turn to him the other also. An eye for an eye was the Old Testament system of justice. It was the principle of exact retribution. It was meant to prevent crime, Establish justice and avoid overreaction. Eye for eye or tooth for tooth, it is to establish justice. This is to avoid overreaction. And when someone plucks out someone's eye, and in turn the eye only plucked, not the whole person is killed or the entire community destroyed into fire or forced into violence. Eye for eye. If someone strikes someone's tooth, only tooth is broken and not the entire community is destroyed on account of violence. It is to avoid overreaction and to establish justice and also prevent crime. But for Jesus, he raised the bar for his followers, for his disciples. I tell you, do not resist an evil person. And I see several exceptions to this command. This command does not apply to national security or defense. Romans chapter 13, 4 talks about government's God-ordained duty to wield the sword both for protection and punishment. And this command does not apply to self-defense. Some groups use their particular scripture to say we should be pacifist and never fight back. However, the striking on the right cheek, right cheek, Jesus talks about it actually an insult. If, as the majority of the world, you are right-handed, you cannot strike someone on the right cheek with your right hand except with a backhand slap. I am not exactly sure that's what Jesus was talking about. I am sure that he meant that we would be more Christ-like if we observe he insults rather than always retaliating, always vengeance, tit for tat, eye for eye, tooth for tooth. And we are called to be children of God, one creator and the living temple of the Holy Spirit. And we are called to absorb insults rather than always retaliating. If all we ever did was to continually seek retribution from those who injure us with insults, we would all be walking around blind and toothless. And the second person Jesus is talking about, antagonistic person who sues you. If someone wants to sue you, take your tunic, let him have your cloak as well. In Jesus' day, there was a difference between the tunic and the cloak. The tunic was the garment worn closest to the skin. The cloak was outer garment that doubled at night as a blanket. Exodus 22 teaches that every person had an absolute right to his clock since it was vital to his existence. It was not permissible to sue for another's clock even if you did, the Mosaic law required you to give it back before nightfall. Jesus said if some enemy, adversary wants to sue you and take your tunic, Let him have your clock as well. If he is that desperate, give up your basic rights. Do not demand your rights all the time. And that kind of thinking goes absolutely contrary to our gut instinct. It is inborn to protect oneself, yourself. Get even. Don't let him get by with it. What Jesus is saying, do not always insist on your rights there are four rights mentioned my right to dignity to be treated without insult my right to comfort to cling to what pleases to me my right to privacy to do only what i prefer and my right to possessions to keep all i wish jesus says that his followers As a living temple of the Holy Spirit, as the children of the Heavenly Father, we should not focus so much on our rights, as our responsibilities, as his subjects in the kingdom of God. If someone sues you for the shat of your back, give trap your best coat and make a present of it. And the third personality we encounter in our life, an enemy who persecutes you. You have heard that it was said, love your enemy and love your neighbor and hate your enemy. But I tell you, love your enemies and pray for those who persecute you, that you may be sons of your father in heaven. He causes his son to rise on the evil and the good, sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Even the best of Christians are going to have some enemies. Jesus said, beware. When all men speak well of you. Galatians chapter 5.11 says that the gospel is going to offend some people. But not all of your enemies because of the gospel. Romans chapter 12.18 it says, If it is possible, as far as it depends on you, live at peace with everyone. Some people are just mean, nasty and hateful. Not so much you can do about it, but be a good servant of Christ and pray for them. Jesus said, treat your enemies with compassion. Treat your enemies as the children of the same Heavenly Father. He is light and he is merciful, as the responsorial psalm says. Your instinct tells you to lash out, to do others before they do it to you. But you are to be distinct. On the contrary, if your enemy is hungry, feed him. If he is thirsty, give him something to drink. In doing this, you will heap banning coals on his head. Do not be overcome by evil, but overcome evil with good. If an enemy refuses to speak to you, smile and speak anyway. If an enemy cuts at you behind your back, you be positive in return. If someone tries to hurt your reputation, you respond with kindness. If an enemy tries to undermine your business, you find some way to help him. And the fourth personality we encounter, a needy person who requests money from you. Give to those who ask you, do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. Give to those who ask. Do not turn away from the one who wants to borrow from you. If we work hard to find a reason not to give, it is probably we want to follow our natural instinct rather than walking by the Spirit. And my dear friends, now the month of the February Catholic ministry appeal is effective. And every time our parish place of contributes significant contribution towards our diocese various ministries through your huge contribution and your contribution definitely opens up the gates for various ministry and Jesus tells us give to the one who asks you and here is our diocese requesting your help and to open to support the ministry To establish God's kingdom and Jesus tells us, give to the one who asks you. And the final one, an authoritarian authoritarian person who makes unreasonable demands on you. If someone forces you to go one mile, go with him two miles. The word forces is a word that means press into service. There was a Roman law that gave their soldiers the right to force civilians into service for a period. You could not refuse or you would be severely punished. But there were limitations as well. For example, a Roman soldier had right to make you carry his pack for one mile but not any further. Jesus said if soldier demands you carry his equipment for a mile... Go with him two miles. Jesus raised the standard. Don't just go a mile, go two miles. It is amazing how much better we feel about ourselves when we go and when we go and do that extra mile. It is amazing how quickly most relationships are smoothed over when we do more than expected. What a testimony to the work of Christ in our lives when we perform the extra mile service with a smile instead of crumbling and complaining the whole time and stop at the exact mile marker.